Hi, welcome to the Unexpected Experts podcast. This is the Upload Download, a more laid back conversation about our perspectives on any number of topics as an upload to you and the things we are reading, learning and downloading ourselves. Enjoy and thanks for listening. Hello, <laughs> welcome to Upload Download, everybody. Uh, Andrea and I are just chilling here, just having a time trying to figure out what we want to talk about. <laughs> but it's all good. Um, Andrea, how was how was your day, my friend? How are you well, doing? Well, <laughs> I've been up since the crack of dawn with the roosters. Um, I have been up really early. Uh, Parker has been going through some sort of a sleep regression. She's how old is she now? She's ten and a half months. So she's Man. Yeah. Ten and a half already. Yeah. How's that possible? Well, time flies. We're just gonna be getting like monthly updates on Parker nice. every yeah. every four weeks with this podcast, which I'm very excited My about. My goodness. Cool. Yeah. Um yeah, she was up at like four thirty this morning. So it was a, it was an early day. I ended up doing a thing that I really wish that I never started now, but also it's kind of nice. <laughs> I What's like that? I climb into her crib with her. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. Yeah, I I never wanted to start that sort of a habit, but she's been craving a little bit of extra physical touch lately. So okay, we've uh, we've had some cuddles, which means I don't sleep and she does, which is I guess great. For some of us <laughs> does but. does better sleep for her earlier in the day mean that that you're like less runny aroundy in the day or or that she's like less maintenance throughout the day well i mean like i would never want her to start her day at 4 30 in the morning um, right nor does anybody that's no, just that's just no a human thing start there. <laughs> like unless i'm hopping on a plane going somewhere like yeah there's there's zero reason that i want to be awake at that time of day but no yeah because i mean i did a very um like i sleep trained her um i wouldn't say rigorously at all she actually took to it very well um but she like do a whole podcast on kids sleep um i feel you kind of talked about that on your episode too but that yeah. was at the i think that I was think, at the three month stage yeah, yeah she was something just like coming that up to three months yeah yeah um yeah she like the more the better daytime sleep that you get the better your nighttime sleep will be i mean obviously that doesn't apply to us as adults when we don't nap during the day although sometimes we do but um so yeah, the the better her daytime, it's all just like a perpetuating system. So the better her daytime sleep is, the better her nighttime sleep is, which means the better her next day. Like it's just is right. a cycle. So so then if, if it's bad, then it's kind of a downward spike or totally. spiral. Yeah, you're you're literally playing catch up. So yeah. Um. So it's ideal. Like when we started sleep training, we decided that seven a.m. was going to be the time that we start our day with her. Okay. Um. And so. Yeah, like when we were when we were really sleep training, it was like, nope, we're not coming in to get you until it's seven a.m. And it was very effective, and it has worked for a really long time. And then we went to Edmonton to visit my sister um, and my little nephew, 
and I guess my sister's husband, but, um, and I mean, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> we love you, David. Um, and Parker did not nap on the car ride up or the car ride back. And so, Oh boy. Yeah. She lost a lot of sleep and we played catch up for a while and she's now cutting four teeth. So she's just a hot mess. Oh boy. Which I'm sure isn't helping her, her no. with her uh, whole sleep thing either. <laughs> no. Or things so. just in mouth pain all day. Yeah. It's kind of an awful, I don't know why we do this to humans, why we do it to humans, why it happens to humans, but yeah. So she's one tooth you can very clearly see. And then the other three teeth are like, they like pressure at the tip of her gums. Oh, man. Just waiting to burst through her mouth. So, yeah. It's been a rough couple of weeks, but she's still doing well, all things considered. She's still a sweet little nugget. That's she's for sure. She's still a sweet little nugget. Yeah. How about your day? Um, I've had, I've had a few days off. I took, geez, no. Uh, I guess we're recording on Monday. I took, the previous, so not this past Saturday, but the Saturday before, I took that day off. And then I was planning to go to Vancouver to see two of my favorite bands, but that show got canceled because of COVID, which is lame sauce. Um, anywho, but I, I had the ticket booked and it was a good cheap ticket. And so I figured, what the heck, I'll still go to Vancouver for a few days anyway. And so mm-hmm. I got back on Saturday night. Uh, no, Friday night. So I spent four days out there and just enjoyed some really good food out there and enjoyed some weather and enjoyed walking all over the city, like in the downtown area, like Chinatown and Stanley park. And, um, we went all over the place and went to a bunch of local breweries and had a lot of really, really good food and a lot of really, really good beer. And Did you it, was, make it, it was a great time. Ta- Did you make it to Taco Fino? Oh no, I didn't. What the heck? Goodness. <laughs> uh, I did like everything else. Go figure. Man. Okay. It's the last time I'm giving any recommendations. It's a it's a slap on my wrist, but <laughs> it's okay. I'm, I'm planning on going out there again at some point, so I'll have nice. Taco Fino. But I had I had Japa Dog, which was really interesting. It was a mm. like Japanese hot dog place. Oh. And it was the one that I got was, um, I think it was like some kind of shredded dried squid or something on top of it and then different sauces but the hot dog was also really good too it was very it was pretty tasty um the you notable lost, you brewery lost that me we... at dried squid oh <laughs> <laughs> it's like hot dog yeah let's go dry squid oh yeah no not anymore. no thank you fair enough uh the the notable brewery for us or for me at least was what was it 33 something 33 33 i don't remember the name of it anyway but they had a mezcal beer which was very very good what is for those of us who don't know oh. <laughs> uh, mezcal beers. is mezcal is like tequila oh, so okay to tequi- so um uh what, how do i say now tequila is to mezcal what champagne is to sparkling wine so all tequila okay. is mezcal, but not all mezcal is tequila. So it it follows that champagne thing very similarly. Like 
tequila is made in a specific part of Mexico. It's got specific um, standards, whatever, to mm. make tequila. But it is a type of mezcal, but not all mezcal fits the strict descriptions of tequila. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. So it was kind of like a margarita flavored type of sour beer. And it was really Ooh. tasty. Like a little sense. bit of salt flavor to it. It was it was delish. I do love me a good margarita. Right? Yeah. Um, it's well, called it 33 good. Brewing Experiment. I just Oh, there up. we go. Oh, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> yeah, 33, 33 acres, I think. I think that was it. Oh. And then, yeah, it was like 33 acres was the name of the first brewery. And then right next door, they bought the building next door, which was the 33 Brewery and experimental place. So next door, they do a lot of experimental stuff. Apparently. Um, so very cool. interesting. But yeah, um, other than that, I'm doing good. I've got another class for school starting up tomorrow. Nice. And then back to work on Tuesday. Wild. Yeah. Oh, I said yeah. we were recording Monday night, didn't I? Yeah, it's earlier. Yeah, not it's definitely Monday. not. It's Sunday night. We're recording <laughs> Sunday night. <laughs> I didn't actually. Yeah, I did not know. I mean, I knew that you said Monday, but it did not dawn on me that it is not Monday. But that's just mostly because every day feels like the same day. So that's fair, yeah. especially with a little one. Yeah. Yeah. It's great, great. Well, yeah, I think that's about it for cool. uh, for my little debrief. Doing for good. Your little debrief. Feel feel rested. I still have another day off. I'm so, so I'm, glad I'm you feel rested. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> just rubbing salt in the wound. <laughs> Rested. <laughs> I feel Just very kidding. unrested. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Um, Maybe we could talk about sleep or restfulness versus exhaustion <laughs> <laughs> and the detriments of it on the human body or something. Coping with lack of sleep versus total and complete exhaustion. Mm, there we go. That's um, Put a pin yeah. in that. <laughs> okay. Save that for later. Love it. Um. Yeah. I don't know where to go from here. (laughs) Well, I think earlier we were talking about maybe doing TV versus movies. Sure. Right. Um, I guess Oscar season is coming up and you're going to be hosting an Oscars party again at your place. I wish you didn't announce that because I didn't invite the whole world. So I'm so sorry to those of you who did not get an invite. I have only so many spots in my house for people to sit and I there's only so much space have only so much loudness that can be in my house (laughs) (laughs) well we don't want to spread the cocoa either no we're not about that we're not about that rona life no yeah but um yeah tv maybe versus movies so like um tv shows versus cinematic experiences oh okay speaking of the oscars have you Uh looked to see what the nominations are like to know i haven't actually i usually try to make a point of like seeing as many of the oscar movies the nominations as i can but man alive when you just don't get out to movie theaters it's very hard although like for the most part i feel like you can stream most of them like um I can't remember what exactly it got nominated for, but West Side Story was up for a few different things, and it just came okay. on Dis- Disney Plus, so I can watch oh, it good. there. Oh, good. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a few movies that I've 
been watching lately, but mostly like I've just been on the TV shows, watching mm. stuff on like Netflix or Crave or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you, sitting down and actually to? watching a movie feels like more of a more of an undertaking than it is to sit down for twenty minutes and watch it. It's definitely equipment. Although we recently have been on a kick of watching um, British crime shows. Oh, interesting. Those are often at least 45 minutes to an hour per episode. Um, there's okay. not really any 20-minute episodes. but As you were mentioning, I think last time we did upload-download, uh, in your download bit, you were talking about Broadchurch, was mm-hmm. it? With David yeah, Tennant? We, we finished that. Nice, um, nice. It was really good. I quite enjoyed it. I really want there to be more seasons, but I don't know. I think it's in post, like whatever post i don't know what to call it (laughs) (laughs) or maybe a new season is in pre-production or something yeah there i i don't think that there are no i don't think that there is any pre-productions happening so i think it's probably like it's far enough in the past that the last season ended that they're probably i mean i guess it could get renewed but who knows Um, But we did find another show that David Tennant was in, although we quickly realized it was only one episode. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) fair enough. So, yeah. Um, If if you are looking for another one, I know I mentioned it on the last one, and I don't know how big you are into Marvel, but he's the he plays mm -hmm. the villain on the first season of Jessica Jones. And he is brilliant in that role. Sorry, this is David Tennant? Yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So seeing him, so my first introduction to him was Doctor Who, right? Which I'm watching right now. I just watched a few episodes here tonight while I was eating dinner, and uh, he plays one of the doctors on Doctor Who. And so that was my first introduction to him. And so seeing him as like this hero type of person, and then switch over to this like mad, crazy villain in Jessica Mm. Jones was, I think it just shows his range as an actor. Right. He was phenomenal in both. Yeah. I don't yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of like the quick 20-minute episodes that we I don't know. So maybe something like um uh like I I was watching Letterkenny for a while. Mm. Something like that. Those are about 20-minute <laughs> episodes or not my kind of humor. <laughs> that's fair. Or like a sitcom. Right. Like um I know everyone these days it's on like a big everybody loves Raymond kick. Like a lot of people oh, are watching really? that show. Yeah. I didn't know that. I like, I guess that show was a thing, but it was never a big thing for me no. and my family. Like we never got no. into it. Um, my brothers and I all watched like how I met your mother. That mm-hmm. was a great show. Yeah. And then we went back and watched all the friends. And that's a great show. And I'm currently watching Seinfeld as well. So I those are nice quick, Seinfeld like 20 either. minute episodes. You were never um, in Seinfeld. No. <laughs> but yeah. friends i liked friends a lot um my sister is way more of a fan than i am i would say but like she's one of the kind like there's definitely a few people who can literally quote shows oh yeah and Eric, like my sister could quote almost any line of friends if you gave her the smallest amount of context she would be like oh yeah that was the one where <laughs> and like she would be able to yeah super that's crazy. crazy man like the ability to remember it. that much content from like nine seasons of a show 
Like my old roommate too, he watched it. He's watched that whole show multiple times all the way mm-hmm. through. And he would do like trivia with his siblings. Mm. They would do like friends trivia nights. And yeah, they had such a time because they all had seen it like a thousand times. But I want, yeah, well, um, Stefan and I were trying to, t- trying to get a crew together to do um, friends trivia, but it didn't work out, That's which right. is fine. We'll, yeah. we'll do it eventually. It's It'll always happen. on somewhere. Yeah. Um so we will we will eventually get to it. I'm sure we will not win, but but it'll be a fun time. It'll be such a fun time. Yeah. So I like that idea though of of actually just sitting down and like oh, I have a little errand to run or a little thing to do around the house. Like I'll just put it on an episode of Friends, right? Mm. Like it's it's a nice background kind of white noise type of show that's sure. still entertaining and you don't have to like be visibly mm-hmm. Or visually engaged with yeah. it to really get it as a show. Like if you've seen the whole thing all the way through, then you know the whole plot. You know what's yeah. going on. There's so no you can surprises. just like listen to it in the background. Yeah. Uh, but then there's shows like I finished The Witcher a while ago, and that one is a show that you really got to watch because there's so much like special effects to it, and there's so much action mm. that it's it's a show that I wouldn't want to watch in the background. Like I want to be invested in it as I'm yeah. taking it in. You know. Well, even that, but like also just like general storylines. Like I feel like if you miss an episode of Friends, you haven't really missed what's happening. Like they'll either recap it in another episode or you can kind of like put two and two together or it's like kind of a rom-com. So you pretty much can guess that Chandler and Monica are going to end up together. Spoilers. I know. <laughs> I know. I thought about it, but then I was like, you know what? This is like the conversation we had a couple weeks ago where we were talking about, you've had enough time. <laughs> yep. If you have not watched Friends, my people, well, <laughs> we have other big issues to talk about. This is true. Um, But yeah, I'm trying to think 20 minutes. Oh, The Good Place. I talked about that. That's like another, oh, yeah. that's a show that I like to sit down and just, I, I've i never seen it. So I'm like watching it through for the first time. But when I just want to like sit down and watch something quick, that that's usually like a go-to. That's such um, a great show. It was mm-hmm. so beautiful. Yeah. I've actually heard a few podcast episodes with the creator of that show. Michael. Um, like interviews. Something? Michael Schur. Yeah. And he's great. He's hmm. such a cool dude. Um. But yeah, very interesting to hear like his whole creative process and like even his initial pitch for the show is very mm. cool. Interesting. That's cool. Movies. Yeah. Movies are just there. They feel like so much more of a commitment, even though I feel like a TV show is a way bigger commitment because oftentimes there's at least two seasons of it. Yeah. And with a show, you can have like five, six episodes a season. Yeah. Um, which could be anywhere from, yeah, 20 minutes to like an hour for some mm-hmm. shows, which could be anywhere from, yeah, six to like 12 hours worth of content. Totally. Depending on how long the season is, depending how long the episodes are. Like that's it's, a lot of, that's a lot of room to tell a story versus a film. Mm-hmm. It's like for me, <laughs> when I'm reading a book, I have a really hard time. Like if I'm, you know, wanting to be done reading or like it's bedtime. And I usually have reading as part of my sort of 
nighttime routine. Yeah. Like I can't stop in the middle of a chapter. I have to finish the chapter before I put that book down for the night. Like I can't just like, right. even if it's like a paragraph, like, you know, they're, they're setting a little bit of a new scene in the, in the page or whatever. Like I, I really struggle with not making it to the end of a chapter. And I feel like the same with movies. Like I don't like pausing a movie. Like I like to be able to watch it from start to finish. Whereas an episode of TV show. So I, it's really like depends what kind of mood I'm in, I guess, as to which one I would go for. Totally. I think too, like approachability is, is a big thing like for a show Mm. versus a movie. Um, So like the approachability of a show, if it's, you know, maybe nine seasons for a show like Friends, or I think 10 seasons for a show like How I Met Your Mother. I'm pretty sure Friends is 10 seasons also. Like there's, there's a lot. Oh yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. I think it's 10. Um, But that's, that's a pretty, like if you've never seen it, then it feels kind of unapproachable that way. But when you break it up into little 20 minute nuggets, then it's way more approachable. And so you only have to chew on one little nugget of that show at a time. And then before you know, you're watching it again for the fifth time. Totally. Right. Or show like the office. Like I could easily rewatch the office. That show is fantastic. (laughs) Um, But then I'm thinking too of shows like, have you ever seen Sherlock? Uh, The BBC one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, One with like Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman. Like that show, those episodes are like an hour and a half each, Mm -hmm. but it's It's only three episodes a season. Yeah. So it's way more, I guess, approachable that way. Yeah. I can. Yeah. I guess because we view it. Yeah. We view it as a show. So I feel like there's just this subconscious reaction that people have to it being a TV show, even though it's like the length of what, movies used to be (laughs) right now most movies are at least two hours sometimes borderline three hours which is bonkers to me but yeah or if you um, think about a movie like return of the king extended mm, edition where it's like over four hours long like snore no it's good it's massive right or a film like uh, endgame which was over three hours right yeah yeah right totally it's very interesting that way I or, think you know, to, even speaking of the Oscars, like I know one of the movies that's nominated this year is Dune and that mm. was over three hours long. Was it really? It was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was, you know what? It was a long I think one. we actually had to watch Dune in two segments <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it, which I was not happy about, obviously. But speaking of not wanting to watch a movie in two chunks, I know, but that's that's fair. It's a big one. It's a big one. And, and I don't think we realized it until we had kind of like hit play and started it i was like well we'll watch what we can tonight yeah but i know like um i remember when i lived with rachel um she had never seen Grey's anatomy and then she's like well how many seasons are there and i was like well they're currently filming i think at the time it was like season 14 or 15 or something and she was just crazy what (laughs) and there's like 20 episodes per season usually man Um, oh man she felt like we we started watching it together when we were living together and she's caught up. I don't know if she's caught up. I'm not even caught up to like the most recent season, but it's still like there's still some and that's a thing when a show goes on for so long, sometimes it's like, "Oh, you should have potentially ended this a couple seasons ago." But man, yeah, Shonda yeah. Rhimes has like I feel like that lady knows what she's doing. 
Like it's definitely a completely different vibe from the beginning of when Grey's first started, but it still draws me back every time I say that and I'm not caught up. So I'm not really sure what that means, but um, I guess I have a kid. That's what I'll say. Um, That's fair. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's interesting. Like, I think too, like if they had continued with friends past where they did, like, I don't even know. I don't know where yeah, they like, have gone with it. Yeah, like at a certain point, like the story is just kind of done. Yeah. So like, to go any further with it feels like a betrayal of the previous nine seasons of stuff. Like that, I know that was a big issue with How I Met Your Mother, but that mm-hmm. last season. Yeah. Um, And like, again, if you haven't people, seen How I Met Your yeah. Mother by this time, like we're not going to worry about spoilers. But no. that last season, like where Ted is in the process of like actually finally meeting his wife and then the way that it happens and the length yeah. of time that was supposed to have elapsed. And then the final ending was like think, unsatisfying. Yeah. For a I was lot saying, of people. Most people were pretty not pumped about that way that that show ended, but yeah. And like, it would have been good spin-off. to have a good ending. But, There's a spinoff oh, yeah. coming. How I met your mother, father, uh, father, yeah, your father with, with Hillary Hillary Duff. Duff. Yeah. And, um, Oh, who else is in it? I feel like Josh Peck is in it. Isn't he? No. Who's in it? Someone's in it that I recognized, but this I is think so funny. Des has been watching that show a bunch. It, so. How I Met Your Father? Yeah. It hasn't come yeah. to Canada yet. How is she watching it? Oh, she's definitely watched some because she was oh. telling me all about it. She like sent Des, me a clip. Tell me your so, secrets. I don't know what like witchy magic come, she's got going on. But. It's supposed <laughs> to come to Disney Plus on the 9th, I think. Oh, okay. So very soon. That's not um, bad. I want to know how she's watching it because I'm would love to watch i want to know but yeah for a is... show like how i met your mother where it's 10 seasons like yeah the, the way i see it like the end of that show didn't end very well but there's still another nine seasons before it that were really good and really mm. enjoyable and very watchable again yeah so for me like it's not a total heartbreak i wish it could have ended well um but i think that's a challenge with the tv show too that maybe movies don't have the same challenge with is that you have all that time to flesh out a character but then people become so invested in those characters Mm -hmm. that when the audience's expectation doesn't get met in the way that they want or the way that the community would have desired that it feels like a letdown but in a movie Mm -hmm. you've only got like a small amount of time to really Mm -hmm. get into those characters and so i think it's it's both probably liberating for a film that they don't have to worry so much about character development, but they still have to get enough of a character development in that two hours to still tell a really compelling story. Mm -hmm. But with a TV show, you might have a little more wiggle room, but at the same time, like you still have to write a script for every one of those episodes. So it's a lot more work that way. Mm -hmm. I would agree. Yeah. It's, um, well, yeah, it's, I don't envy them. <laughs> yeah, I don't like envy writers. Stressful. Well, and like listening to those podcast episodes with Mike Shure from uh, Good Place. Like, mm. Yeah, being a writer on a show like that and having these ideas and then having to pitch those ideas and having to like you you know you have your first season done but then like oh shoot what do we do for the second season like how do we advance Mm -hmm. this story yeah 
because a lot of times shows like that will only get greenlit for a single series or sorry, right. a single season. But then they, you know, then they kind of leave on a cliffhanger. And mm-hmm. then what do you do? Yeah. I, I think that's kind of the the formula for a lot of Netflix shows too. Oh, probably. It's like they do a wicked first season and then, you know, try and come back with the second season. It's but the first season was such good. a hit. Yeah. And it's just like maybe not quite as good. Yeah. Trying to think, there's um, a show that John Stamos is in. It's like a basketball. It's on Disney Plus. It's not Netflix, but um, okay. It's like it's really really cheesy, like super cheesy. He was like a college pro basketball coach, and then had a tantrum at a game, and then he got booted off the team or whatever and then he got a job as a high school basketball coach at like an all-girls school or something and anyways, oh interesting <laughs> it, it's like it's a funny um concept but i feel like people will watch it because it's john stamos right um yeah. but they're coming back that's almost it. like ted lasso a little bit yeah like Except he leaves, for Ted Lasso's he leaves amazing. Different... Well, yeah. Ted oh, Lasso I see what you like, mean. Like the storyline. Yeah. Like the, the basic yeah. premise. It's like he leaves one familiar territory to go to an unfamiliar territory. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's where the show starts. Except he went from one sport to a complete other sport, which is yeah. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is just reminding me, like when we were talking about writing stuff, like my, so my cousin, I'll have to double check, but he is, um, him and his wife, and they also have a little girl. Her name is Annie. She's so cute. Um, they live in London, England, not Ontario. Um, my dad's side of the family is from Ireland, so a lot of them are, every one of them is still all over on that side of the world, except for my dad, but my cousin is in London. His brother is in, like, Australia, I think, or maybe New Zealand. I can't remember. Anyways, my cousin um, that lives in London, he is, I believe he's a writer. Um, It would not shock me if he was a writer because the dude can just tell you a story with such, I don't even, like, elaborate language and elaborate. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's just, it's very entertaining. But he worked for Sony um and he got to do a lot of writing on a game called Erica which is funny cuz that's my sister's name but oh cool um, and it's one of those kind of games that like you're in control and you can pick like option A or option B as different situations come up oh like a choose your own adventure yeah, type of thing yeah. which is kind of crazy like when you think about the whole writing process like yes in a movie or in a TV show but then this is like a there's like multiple storylines. It's like this giant web of options. Like I just, yeah, it's yeah. Wild, wild to me. Maybe I should. You know, it's interesting too, like thinking about TVs and or TVs, thinking about TV shows and movies. Like I'm thinking back to when I was a kid and we would go to like Blockbuster or Rogers video and nice. like rent a movie. Yeah. Right. And that was, that was a whole time period. Mm-hmm. right and now movies these days like you watch them in theaters and mm-hmm. then they go on to disney plus or they go on to netflix or they mm-hmm. go on to wherever um so the way that we enjoy movies in the long term has totally changed and then i'm thinking now like when my parents were kids and when they were younger like movies like star wars were coming out right 
Right. So you've got these big movies and there wasn't as many movies coming out in those days either. No, yeah. Like there were good movies coming out, but they were still learning and developing and growing a lot of the technology, especially with stuff like Star Wars. Like there was yeah. a lot of very, very groundbreaking visual effects that were happening for that movie. And it was mind shattering what they were able to do with that mm-hmm. at that time with the technology they had. But there were only so many studios. There were only so many movies being put out. Um, and then even with TV shows, like they only had so many channels on mm-hmm. TV. And at seven o'clock, we watch this show. And at eight <laughs> o'clock is this show. And at nine o'clock is this show. And on Wednesdays, oh, we got to stick around for this one. Right. <laughs> so the way that um, TV shows came out was in was a very different structure than what we have these days where, you know, Stranger Things drops and the whole season is out in yeah. one go and yeah. then you can binge it on a weekend. Totally. Um but shows much, like, like I feel like it must be so much more stressful for the the like production companies and the like the writers and all that kind of stuff. But just like to feel, you know, like there's pressure to release the new season, but there's also pressure to make sure that the whole season is ready. There's yeah. pressure to make sure that the whole season is epic because people, you know, like I like mm-hmm. the way that they do Stranger Things because they're taking quite a bit of time between seasons to release the, the next season, or at least it yeah. seems like that in my mind. Like I almost sort of forget about Stranger Things. And then it's like Millie Bobby Brown posts on her Instagram that season three <laughs> yeah. is dropping. And you're like, wait, what? This show yeah. is still going? Like, I mean, I'm sure that there's more things to, that could be said, but it's like, I have no idea. I mean, I think yeah. there are obviously people who follow production dates and that kind of stuff to know that there is stuff coming in that's in pre-production and whatnot but yeah yeah. but i'm i'm even thinking about yeah like something like stranger things that just comes out and all whatever 10 or 12 episodes of that season are just available Mm -hmm. versus like when my parents were watching shows it would be every week and you would and like if you missed it then you'd have to hope that one of your friends recorded it so yeah. that you could see it on vhs <laughs> on vhs yeah yeah um or like i remember when i was a kid my parents would watch jag on tv and like jag. that was their show yeah never heard of it um it was like a oh geez i don't even remember what jag stands for but it was like an an american like military court type of show mm. so like something would happen in Iraq and then somebody would like oh you're getting court-martialed son and then they would oh, wow. bring him to like army court essentially wow. um but if if you know the show NCIS like I think there was a lot of the same writers on okay. that show as well and they did a bunch of crossover episodes at the beginning of NCIS towards the end of JAG so they started like introducing characters okay. anyway yeah but all those shows came out one week at a time and totally. so if they missed that show or if they weren't able to see that episode that week they would tape it mm-hmm um versus these days now like i'm thinking too i just finished watching well just finished i was watching like season two of um sorry no not season two um season one like the first whatever of the book of boba fett on disney plus okay and that show was coming out every single week yeah and so that for me was kind of a cool experience to actually have that week-long anticipation for the next episode for for a series that i really enjoy right for a world that i really love being star wars 
I wonder what makes them decide those. Cause there are definitely a few like Ted Lasso came out weekly as well. Like right. I remember yeah. there was a chunk of time where Matt and I had like two or three different shows. Like I think that this, um, uh, John Stamos basketball show also was a weekly. So it was like, I think every Friday, um, Ted Lasso came out and like on a Thursday was this John Stamos. So, so every night we had like, Oh, well we could watch the new episode of, of Ted Lasso tonight. Like it's Friday. Like now we know yeah. what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's funny that we don't, cause you could easily, but we were in this binge culture of just like going 100%. through episodes so fast and it's quite unhealthy really when you think about it. But um, or even with movies, like doing something like a Lord of the Rings marathon. Yeah. Like where you crush, you know, three movies that are mm-hmm. like a week long in total. A Harry Potter marathon. Totally. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that, that binge culture and that, that need to consume, mm-hmm. I think is, is totally a product of, you know, where we are with the internet and where mm-hmm. we are as a generation and social media and. I like watching stuff, but I would prefer to read a book, I think. Like, it's definitely not my, it's not like it's not my go-to. It's very easy for me to sit down and watch something, but I do prefer sitting down to read. Right. As opposed to sitting down to watch. And I think it's because, I think well, I mean, I grew up reading. My sister was the TV watcher in our family. Like we, I mean, did you guys have satellite? (laughs) No, we had, we had cable. Okay. We had satellite at one point, which is so wild and foreign. Yeah. It seems so weird now, but anyways. And so, I mean, just like you have on cable, you can go to whatever channel and see the guide, like to be able to know what what show is on what time at what channel and whatnot. Like it's still on cable, but there just was a guide button on the satellite controller. Anyways, there was like a thousand more channels than there was on cable for satellite too. 100%. Um, But we never needed to consult the guide channel because my sister was an, like an internal guide. Like she could tell (laughs) you what show, even if she didn't watch that show, she could tell you what show was on next or what show was on in, after two episodes, like my mom always talks about <laughs> when, my great. Sis- when my sister was young, um, like when she was like a little kid and she would be like, mommy, how much longer do I have? Whether, whether it was, she was watching TV or doing something completely unrelated to TV, the like method of understanding time for my sister was to tell her it's like one episode of I don't know. I can't even think of a show that she would have watched, but like one episode of whatever like so basically half an hour you have half an hour yeah yeah left in whatever it is you're doing like increments of time were broken up into episodes yeah 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 so funny but anyways yeah i think it's interesting too like i'm i'm thinking now like when my parents were watching jag and like that show would come out every week but then they would just kind of wait around for it and they would like maybe talk about it a little between them but now these days with the internet being so prevalent, um, like you, you don't need, like they would know exactly what time their show was on, on mm-hmm. Wednesday nights or whatever. And so they wouldn't even really need like a TV guide type of thing. They just knew that their show was on at this yeah. time on this day. 
and they would hit the VCR to record like this time on this day. And sometimes they would they would miss it, which was a little heartbreak for them. But um, but for a show like like I watched The Mandalorian season two as it was coming out every week. And I was watching The Bad Batch, which is another Star Wars show, but it's an animated show. Hmm. Um, And that was coming out every week. And then The Book of Boba Fett. And so all these shows that were coming out every week and all the Marvel ones, too. Yeah. Like WandaVision or Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki. And so these shows come out every week. And then as soon as that episode is done, like I'm going to YouTube and I'm watching a breakdown of the episode. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Like it's. Yeah, but. (laughs) It's really fun. So like you get, um, there's this YouTube channel that I've been following for a while, like probably since, yeah, like since WandaVision was coming out, I've been watching videos from this channel, uh, Screen Crush. And this guy puts out like really in depth. you'd ever get like spoilers though? No, because the episode just drops. Like the first episode of say Loki comes out. But then the second episode isn't there and nobody knows what's happening on the second episode until the second week. And so it's a breakdown of like, um, it's like little Easter eggs or things that you might have missed on this episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh my gosh. How many times would they have had to watch to find that kind of stuff though? Well, part of it is like the actual people that do the YouTube channel will watch it, but then they also get people that tweet stuff in. So they say Uh, like, if there's anything that we missed, tweet us at whatever. And then, so there's like kind of a community of nerds around it as well, like (laughs) feeding the YouTube channel (laughs) with information. Uh, But then in the process as well, they're like coming up with theories about, Oh, well this happened and this little thing happened and this character said this. So that might mean that if they're, like accurate to the comics that like this could happen in the season finale right and that's the kind of stuff that i wouldn't want to hear because i don't want anyone planting any ideas of a show in my (laughs) mind you just want to watch it just want to watch it it for myself yeah but i feel like matt does the same thing like i feel like he definitely will yeah like he's very much like a researcher like (laughs) when i was still pregnant and we were like, even just like looking, I, I was like, I do not want to research anything. You can hyper-focus on that. And like, this is what I need for eligible. Like, you know, these are the four brands of car seats that will fit with our stroller. So right. you yeah. go and <laughs> find which one's the best to give me the top two options. And then I'll pick based off of what it looks like. <laughs> so <laughs> he, uh, if it's pretty, we're getting it. Yeah, exactly. If it comes in gray, <laughs> then we're good to go. Um, Done. yeah, he's very much someone who would look at that kind of stuff. I feel, yeah. Or like music when music is released, like for sure, for sure. Right. Yeah. I think this, like, you could even do the same for movies, too. Like, I'm thinking about, I guess, Marvel specifically. Like, there's so much content in that world and Mm. so many shows now that are coming out Mm -hmm. based on this universe. And now they have the movie. Well, no, the movies came first, but now they have the shows. But there's always been, like, this fandom around this this thing of, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And so the shows are now part of the same universe that the movies are in. Right. And so it's one cohesive thing. Right. Um, But even with something like the bad batch or the Mandalorian, like these shows that are star Wars related, there's a fandom, there's a nerd base around it (laughs) that are very familiar with like original content that have different theories about it. And so you can, for a show like 
um, for a show like Loki, you know, there's this established character and he has a history and he has a blah, blah, blah. But then like, oh, he also said this in like this first movie that he appeared in, sure. which kind of harkens back and it's right. Easter eggs and like, there's so much around it. I, um, we went back like as WandaVision and Loki, like those shows were coming out. We went back and watched all of the Marvel movies in Oh, there's so many different orders that you can watch it in, but like in the order you do that like chronological like, order. I think it was timeline. We did timeline order. Right. Yeah. Um, so like yeah. So the first one is like Captain um, Captain America. America, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like Captain Marvel was pretty close after that, which I mean Captain yeah. Marvel is one of the newer um Marvel movies. But anyways, just yeah, but like timeline wise, it's like based in the nineties. Totally. Yeah. So then it was fun to go back and watch that way because I think you catch things that you that I wouldn't have caught before because I just was watching them as they came out the movies right yeah and then I went and watched um the tv shows so yeah it's it's fascinating that like even because on Disney plus you can actually go in and look at the different orders and decide which order you want to watch in. Oh, like it'll, really? Yeah. It'll, so that was, I mean, we didn't have to like look it up on you uh, on YouTube, on Google or anything to know what the timeline order is. It just like, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. There's a few different options. I can't remember what the other ones are, but um, yeah. so it like, it's just crazy to me that even someone would think like, Oh, we should make this available to people to watch in the order of which the events actually happened, not the order in which the movies came out. Totally. People have too much time on their hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, like the way, like that whole chronological order thing kind of reminds me of like, um, I don't know if you ever read, uh, what is it? The Chronicles of Narnia. I've but read like some of the them. First, I haven't read all of the them. The first book that came out was the Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. Yeah. And then, they did Prince Caspian and then Is it Magician's uh, Voyage of the Dawn Treader. So yeah, the first one chronologically is a magician's yeah, nephew, okay. which is book six, I think. I would not. Book know. five or six, something like that. So yeah, like chronologically, they came out in, in a different order, but that's mm-hmm. that's like totally what you're saying there too. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah. Like it makes you wonder like, yeah, what made them jump on the Captain America train before or I don't even know what movie came out first. It was an Iron Man first. Yeah, Iron Man was the first one. Yeah. yeah. Just as interesting. Or even like the Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Like the first Star Wars movie was intended to be just sort of its own thing. And it very much was like it was a standalone film. And then they put out two more to right. round out the story. But then in the first movie, they alluded to this whole Clone Wars time. Right. So then they had to and go so back. So they went and... back and told the story of Luke's yeah. father. Yeah. And Isn't uh, it like four, five, six, one, two, three, right? Yeah. 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 I saw some meme about that. Like, um, they're like, why were these why were these done backwards? And Yoda was like the one in charge of production. He was like, they come out in four, five, six, one, two, three. <laughs> Something like that. Like he he was the one in charge of their release. That's funny. He was like did it backwards like uh-huh. oh yoda yeah oh man funny tvs and movies yeah tvs tv shows <laughs> TVs. The same well, thing. hooray i'm not the TV. only one <laughs> tv and movies um 
Yeah. Oh, I'm excited for the Oscars, though. I'm glad they're coming back this year. There's three hosts this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Amy Schumer. Uh, I want to say Wanda Sykes. And oh, I can't remember the third person. I'm not as familiar with her. Um, It'll be good, though. I think it'll be fun. Um, what movies from the Oscar nominations have you seen so far this year? Well, Any off me, the top of your head. Let me pull out my spreadsheet. <laughs> um, <laughs> you got a spreadsheet, heck yeah. I, I support that. I was getting things ready for the party. Um, it's not on my phone. I have watched, let's see. Um, I've watched Dune. I've watched, um, well, I mean, like there's like best film and then there's um oscar nominations let's see um yeah, i'm just looking it up here too man there's a ton yeah there's like out of the best films or best picture i've seen dune i've seen i really want to see belfast um i've only seen dune out of best picture i've heard um oh where is it now i really want to see their, i'm just um, on their website as well I really want to see Belfast and West Side Story, and I really want to see King Richard and Coda. Those are the four movies that I'm like, if I can get those in before the 27th, I'll be pumped. You know what kind of sucks is like Don't Look Up was nominated, but like Spider-Man wasn't. Spider-Man, that really, yeah, that they, really sucks. They got nominated. Spider-Man got nominated for, uh, they got nominated for something specific. Um, but it, it's just unfortunate. Like totally, that movie is objectively the best Spider-Man movie ever made. <laughs> um, so I don't even know the what fact don't that look it, up is about. That like, don't look up is the one all about like a meteor coming to the Earth. Oh, and it's like just um, Jennifer Lawrence and whoever else. Like, yes, um, something like that. Is it Matt that, Damon in it? Uh, might be Matt Damon. I'm pretty sure. I don't remember. You're probably right. Matt watched this, and I. But like something like that, that it's like, sure, not it's, Matt Damon. it's a good Leonardo DiCaprio is what I meant to say. That's the one. Yes. Not Matt Damon. I don't like know it, how. it's a good premise for a movie. I'm sure it's great, but it probably didn't need to be nominated over Spider-Man. Like Spider-Man was just objectively a phenomenal <laughs> film. But um, Andrew Garfield whatever. got nominated for Best Actor in Tick, Tick, Boom. Have you seen Tick, Tick, Boom? Uh, no. It's a yet. good one. Um, I really do want to see Spencer, the the new Princess Diana movie, but I, I'm weirdly shocked and maybe this will be like blasphemous, but if Chad Yuki listens to this, he might come after me, which is fine. <laughs> but, um, like the nominees for best actress, it just seemed like a weird list when I was comparing to two years, like when the Oscars happened two years ago, like it just was like drastically different names in the acting world like Kristen Stewart I don't know for some reason I just do not like her Kristen Stewart got nominated yeah she she played um Diana in this new film called Spencer huh and apparently she was like phenomenal and um like happy for you Kristen but I just um all I can ever think of you is awkward Bella Swan in Twilight. So yeah, right. Um, Olivia Coleman, who we were talking about a few weeks ago, and Andrea Elias was listening to her podcast, making 
ridiculous remarks at her player as she was listening to us try and figure out who what the name was of Olivia <laughs> Coleman when we could not figure her name out anyways yeah so she is um she's been nominated Jessica Chastain has been nominated which I'm also Penelope Cruz like another I'm not like super pumped about her ever I don't know I like Nicole Kidman I guess so I'm, I'm okay yeah. with that but just like I'm trying to remember I don't have it pulled up um but just like comparing the list of nominees from a few years ago was just like astounding. Like the like the last Oscars that occurred just had such a stacked list of people. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. It's funny, like some years are really nuts for that, and then mm-hmm. some totally aren't. Um, there's a few cute ones in Best Animated Feature. Have you seen Encanto? Not yet, no. Oh, Jameson. Uh, <laughs> okay, you don't I'll talk see it. about Bruno. I'll watch it. Um, That's you, what I hear. Yeah, it's really I, good. The music I'm is really good because I mean, Lin Manuel Miranda did a lot of the music with right and Canto. So, um, Luca apparently was really good, and Raya then the Last Dragon was also apparently really good. Raya and the Last Dragon was awesome. Yeah, I really loved that one. That's the only one. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the list here too. That's the only one that I've seen out mm-hmm. of all of those. Luca, I think, was it's that like was like a, another animated one. Or yeah. duh, animated yeah. feature film category. <laughs> wow. Um, but that was another like, was it a Disney Pixar one or like DreamWorks or something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll have to I'll have to watch those ones. I really, yeah, I do want to see Belfast. It's my people, so. Um. Right, all the, the Irish descent. Mm-hmm. and coda is the movie about um it's a girl and her whole entire family is um um in the deaf community and she's the only one who is not i think i think it's that way i don't think it's the other way around okay um and so it's it's like a huge um like just uh advocate for the, the hearing community which is really cool there's lots of um sign language and it was like actual um american sign language learned on set from all the cast awesome. members which is really cool so um they actually did that on hawkeye too yeah 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 there was so like the one girl that plays a deaf character was actually deaf yeah and so a lot of the crew like had to learn sign language mm-hmm. to communicate with her and they actually cast somebody that was deaf to play a deaf I like it. role, yeah. which is it's really cool. so awesome. That was a great show. Um, Spider-Man No Way From Home got nominated for visual effects. Yeah. Along with Dune, Free Guy, that's the only thing it got nominated for. Did you see Free Guy? Free Guy got nominated for visual, visual effects. effects? Yeah. Ha! <laughs> that's great. Um, that was a fun movie, actually. So funny. No Time to Die, of course. Can't, yeah. Can't not have a James Bond movie. In oh, there. I've actually seen all the movies there under visual effects. So Dune, Free Guy. I haven't Free seen Shang-Chi. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, Shang-Chi is awesome. It's it's easily the most beautiful Marvel film. Wow. For sure. It's beautiful in what stunning. way? Stunning. Like visually just stunning, captivating, like beautiful. Huh. Um, we should have had yeah, Chad on for good. this podcast. My gosh. <laughs> Well, maybe maybe in two weeks. Hey, Chad, you Oscars. We, we do have an episode that has to come out in two weeks. So when does the when's the Oscar party? So, the well, the Oscars are on the twenty seventh. 
Okay. So we still have time. Yeah, we we can totally get chat on for the next one. I'll text him right now. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> we might continue this conversation in two weeks, which would be yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Cool. Well. What is, okay. What is it about like TV and movies that really, um, that you love or like a reason you keep going back to movies maybe over TV or um, what would be maybe, yeah, maybe closing thoughts on all of this. Okay. Um, it's like very unrelated. I am not necessarily one, whether it's to do with like reading or um, watching anything. Like I am terrible at like actually um, diving into like the big ideas of whatever that show is, the movie is or the book is and like actually thinking you know, existentially or whatever. Right. Or like you narrative themes. Yeah. Like I am yeah. not into that at all. I have a few friends who are, and I was chatting with them about books one time and I was just like, I'm so not on your level. Like I cannot get on this level. <laughs> um, I just, yeah. I honestly, I like it for like TV and um, movies, just pure entertainment. And it's funny, actually your brother texted me the other day because <laughs> he's in Chicago and he just right, sent yeah. me a, pic- a picture and I was like, did he mean to text me? <laughs> like, I honestly <laughs> was like, is this an accidental text? And it's funny. We were ch- like chatting back and forth. Anyways, he was at um, some sort of a presentation and Martha Stewart was there. And so he had sent me a picture yeah, of Martha right. Stewart. Yeah. And he was like, look who we see, look who we saw today or something like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, Martha Stewart. And we just like went back and forth. And then we probably were typing and hit enter at the exact same time. And I said something to the extent of like, I love seeing celebrities. And he was like, I know that you love seeing famous people in the wild. So I just thought I would send this to you. And I was like, <laughs> this is amazing. That's <laughs> I feel, great. I was like, I feel very seen by you right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I like, I don't necessarily even care about Martha Stewart all that much, but yeah, man, like, I was pumped to see a picture of a famous person. And That's I just like, get so, so jealous funny. when people I know have seen someone famous. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't often come by it because I'm just, I don't, I haven't traveled in a long time. Like when we well, went like to we're, Disneyland. We're in Calgary area, like not yeah. New York or LA. Like no, we're not going to bump yeah. into famous people up here. No, it's not yeah. necessarily like anywhere near as whatever. Anyway. So That's I'm like, funny. Oh, it's Jay. I've seen someone famous today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, all that to well, say, we, yeah, well, I, I and think we I knew like, we knew Mitch J before he knew he won before, all those Canadian yeah, exactly. music awards. Exactly. But, uh, um. Yeah, I would say I pretty much just watch it for pure entertainment or to see what like like if I re- like one of my favorite actors or actresses is in something, then I'm like, oh yeah, I want to see that. Like I'll make a point right. to see that film or that TV show. Like I'm pumped to see how i met your father because i i really do like hillary duff i'll be honest but i think she's a pretty cool pretty cool girl and she's like i follow her on instagram she's got some yeah anyways it doesn't matter but um yeah if new yeah new actors come out with something that i'm excited about it but yeah i kind of feel the same way like i'm not really a music or sorry music critic i'm not really a movie critic or like a show critic but I just watch it for the entertainment. Like I'm watching, you know, films like Dune and I really enjoy it. And for me, like that movie was really captivating just on the soundtrack alone. Mm. Like the soundtrack to that was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like Hans Zimmer, of course, the man is a legend. <laughs> yes. Um, 
Anything but he touches visually, turns to gold. it was right. He's like he's like a modern day, like a modern day version of um. Oh shoot, who's the guy that did like Star Wars and ET? Uh, wow, the composer. Oh, um, John Williams. John, yeah, John Williams. Yeah, John Williams. He's like a modern day like John Williams, but mm. with a synth mm. <laughs> instead mm-hmm. of an orchestra. Yeah. You know. Um. But yeah, like watching movies like that, I don't really get maybe the underlying theme of it. Or I watched, so like Confession Time, I finally watched The Big Lebowski for the first time like a month ago. I've never watched it, so. And uh, it was, it's like one of these Coen Brothers movies, Mm -hmm. you know, the Coen Brothers. Um, I've heard things about it. But I I didn't really get it until, until like I was thinking about it. I'm like, okay, it was kind of interesting. And then I watched like six YouTube videos about it, sort of breaking oh down the different themes or the different <laughs> things that happened and um, breaking down the film. I was like, okay, this makes more sense to me now, but I'm not the person to say like, well, this scene with this character and the way that he depicts this character says this <laughs> and is communicating this message. Like I'm not that type of person. I'll just yeah. watch a movie for the sake of entertainment. Just like you, same thing. Totally. Yeah. Or, or a TV show. Depends on the show too. Like if it's a Marvel thing or like a Star Wars thing, I'm just on board with all of it. Um, <laughs> Sight <or> like, unseen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like I'm rewatching Doctor Who right now with Matt Smith as the Doctor instead of David Tennant, and I'm really enjoying that again. Okay. Um, so shows that I really loved, I'll watch again. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway. Cool. But yeah, all that to say, I'm not a critic either, but I enjoy no. yeah. things for the entertainment value for mm-hmm. sure. 100%. Speaking of entertainment value and what has been entertaining you, what have you been uh what have you been downloading? What is what have uh, you been listening to or maybe what have you been like cooking up or learning or all of that? What's what's your download? I am on a cooking brain fart freeze right now <laughs> we're pretty good at like making a, all a of brain our brain fart freeze yeah we're pretty good at making all of our food at home um although i did order in tonight because it just was a day um and i'm like on yeah just like i want some new stuff in our menu and i just don't know where to go with it but so that's a terrible download <laughs> um <laughs> uh we finished broad church um was really really good quite enjoyed it speaking of david tennant um we started um oh shoot we started this new show i think it's called criminals uk um it's another like david tennant is in one episode of it um but it's this show that takes place in um like they're trying to get convicts to confess to whatever crime that they've done um it's kind of like the i don't know the last stop for them before going to prison and they just have to like legitimately get them to confess um i think it's called criminals um and it the whole thing takes place in um criminal uk yeah the whole thing takes place in the um either the um interview room in the room behind the glass where like the p- people are watching it or like so like the like interrogation room yeah yeah 
Um, yeah. That's a better word than interview, I guess. But um, I mean, it is a type of interview. It is true. Um, um, or the like vending machine in the hall just down from it. So it's like this very small, simple set. Um, right. And it's a different, um, a different defendant each time. So there's a different person who has done some sort of a crime each time, but it's the same cast um, interrogating or whatever. So it's really... And it's all in like the same little set. Yeah. I've, uh, we're cool. quite enjoying it. Like we're on this weird like UK <laughs> British crime kick. Um, before Broadchurch, we watched Shetland. I don't know if I talked about that, but Shetland was also really no, good. I don't think um, so. I quite enjoyed that one. Um, I don't know. What am I reading? I, I told you before we started, I just picked up this en- a book on the Enneagram because I have never really cared to know much about the Enneagram, but for whatever reason, I guess I'm interested now, moderately. Um. So I have that book and then that's kind of really all that I'm downloading at the moment. I would say, I think, but yeah. What about you? Um, well, I was in, I was in Vancouver last week mm-hmm. and I was spending a bunch of time with my friend, Josh. Um, Josh and I lived across the hall from each other when we were both living in res in college, like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was really good, like hanging out with him and, and uh, his girlfriend and like crashed at their place for a few days and it was really fun. Mm. Um, but he introduced me to this band, um, the dead weather. Okay. And what was it now? It was Jack white on the drums. I'm just going to take a quick look and make sure, um, make sure I get the whole group right but mm-hmm. it's like a super group of other musicians that just came together and decided to make a group that's cool to or to become a band so um let's see allison mosshart of the kills and discount so jack white of the stripes and the raconteurs so he plays drums um dean for tisha of queens of the stone age and jack lawrence also of the raconteurs and he plays in City and Color as well, so that's mm. cool. Um, but they had a f- they have a few albums out, and so I've been kind of getting into some of their stuff recently, and it's nice. pretty good. It's like really stripped down, like just good old kind of grungy blues kind of rock, and it's really fun, mm. very raw, um, good production, but not like overproduced. Mm-hmm. It, it's just very musically expressive and like instrumentally expressive it's really cool really really like them um i've been also getting into the bad christian podcast again listening to some of their stuff it's been a long time since i've listened to bad christian but i like those guys Uh, so i've listened to a few episodes from them um i also listen to so every week i listen to Pete Holmes podcast, You Made It Weird. It's one of my favorites, and I listen to it every week. It's it's my jam. <laughs> um, but last this past week he had on Michelle Zahner, who wrote a book, and oh, what was it now? Crying in the M Mart or something like that. Okay. I can't remember. Um, but it's like kind of a biography about her life a little bit, and then she's also working on 
I think adapting it to a film. Very, very good interview with her. That one was really good. And then the previous week, he also did an episode with Semler, uh, Grace Baldridge. Okay. So and, a lot of names uh, you do not know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was a really good interview. But anyway, I've been loving that. And um, I guess my my latest like food recipe thing has been doing hash browns from scratch in the mornings. Oh. I've just been taking like little potatoes and shredding them up with a cheese grater and mixing in like salt and pepper or seasoning spice and uh, garlic and eggs and they're just frying that up all in one thing yeah in like one like a hash hash brown yeah Yeah. so i I tried it this morning but i think i still had too much water left in the potatoes and so it got kind of soupy so it didn't really form a patty properly but it was still really good but then i'll do that with um like sausage and eggs and stuff like that so that's been really tasty uh definitely would recommend doing stuff like that from scratch like i watched this documentary a while ago from michael poland on food or it was called cooked and it was a four-part like documentary series on netflix where he breaks down food and the culinary world into like the four basic elements Mm -hmm. so like fire water air and earth okay and there was one episode i don't remember which one where he was talking about like you can eat whatever you want eat anything you want eat chips eat cake eat ice cream (laughs) eat chocolate all you want but i have one rule make it all yourself Mm. and i really like that mentality like you know if you want hash browns make your own hash browns if you want a burger make your own (laughs) burger because then you know exactly what's going in it and you're sourcing the ingredients yourself. There's no extra garbage in there, preservatives. So you whatever. would definitely judge me for the little hash brown pucks I bought that are McCain's that taste exactly like the McDonald's hash browns. <laughs> but they taste so good and they're definitely little tiny bite size hash browns. You'd probably definitely judge me for not. That then. So I, I would never admit that I've done that then recently. Never. No. I would never I would never judge you for that. Actually, I used to do that for breakfast all the time. I would buy those like I'd never seen them before. They were little I would I did like the big patties and then I would have those with breakfast. So like these were like tiny little like just slightly bigger in diameter than a toonie, basically. They were so cute and they were so like little hash brown patties? Yeah. Little toonie coins. Like think about the McDonald's hash brown that you get. And yeah. then put it in a little cookie cutter that's the size of slightly bigger than a toonie, and then bing bang you're, boom. You're asking me to think about the last time that I went to start went to Tim Hortons. No, Tim Hortons. I said Starbucks. McDonald's. No, McDonald's. <laughs> I feel like you're very confused. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I just I don't remember the last time I went to McDonald's. Oh man, that honestly. was when I gave birth to my daughter. Uh there was an awful chair in the um like the recovery room afterwards so matt just decided to come home and get a good night's sleep in our bed and he came back the next morning and he was like what do you want me to bring with and i said i want two mcdonald's hash browns and a sausage mcmuffin and it tasted so good (laughs) (laughs) i support it it was the best yeah it was the best next time i'll do something like clive burger Mm. Ooh, there we go. 
So good. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. And then I think my last thing is just this, uh, just this lovely whiskey smash that I've been sipping on all Uh night. So I did this one with maple syrup. So you do um, chunks of lemon. You muddle them in with mint leaves and simple syrup, but I did maple syrup instead. And then whiskey over top over like smashed ice. Interesting. Tasty cocktail. She's good, is she? She's real good. I made it for my parents that don't like whiskey and they loved it. Oh, interesting. So... That says something. This, this is a good cocktail to like convert non-whiskey people to whiskey people. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Tasty. I don't really like maple yeah. syrup except for on waffles, so that would be intriguing. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I support that. Don't remember the last time I had a waffle. Oh, brother. I make them almost weekly. I'm jelly. Yeah. Anywho. Cool. Well... That was a fun shoot the shit sesh. <laughs> you got that right. That was good. Cool. Well, see you next thanks. week. Thanks, Andrea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see you. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye.